are now listening to Beyond the Veil, a production of Holosuite Media. Tune in to our live show every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The following live broadcast may not be suitable for all ages. The views expressed in this show are solely those of the individual providing them and do not represent the opinion of the station, website, or any affiliated partners. Audience discretion is advised. Broadcasting message from our broadcaster telling us, Up yours, guys, you're 15 freaking minutes late. I was here on time. <laughs> I was here like an hour ago. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Yes, we're the winner of the week today because we are late and Xander just told us all off. So, yes, we are. But we'll, it's one of our new year resolutions to be starting these podcasts on time especially because they're live so let's see if we can maintain that as of next week so this week doesn't count we still get the wiener go <laughs> too many wasn't the polka one <laughs> so hi everyone in the secret world how are you tonight hopefully you're good you're enjoying the game um it's thursday it's supposed to be 7 p.m. EST, but it is now 7.16 p.m. EST, and we are just starting. I'm Antita, your host for tonight, and uh, with me tonight to talk about the secret world, we have Griff. Hello. Veritas. Hi. Gingy. Hey, guys. And Ocho. Hey, guys. <laughs> the only guy tonight. Let's see if, you know, <laughs> the girls are going to be very, very talkative tonight, which we usually are. Nothing right, wrong girls? with that. <laughs> yeah, actually, what I wanted to say is uh, let's see if you'll be able to get a word in from all of our talking tonight, right? All righty. So. What have you guys been doing for the past week? In game. <laughs> Should is best. Oh god. In game. <laughs> I've actually been. I've actually been running We've around. kind of been busy. <laughs> I've been running around, and if anybody was watching me, it would have looked like it was random. But I just got a new wireless card in my computer. Because we found out, uh, Nash and I figured out 
that my desktop actually came with a laptop Wi-Fi card. So, um, I adjusted that and then I was running around the game trying to see how it played. And it plays much better, you know. Surprisingly, with an actual desktop Wi-Fi card in my desktop. It's the little things. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But like you, <laughs> at least when you're used to having lag issues, you know the areas that usually have them worst. So when you make an adjustment to your computer, you're like, I'm going to run to this area and I'm going to run to this area and I'm going to see what this looks like. Did you put it in ultra? Ultra I did. quality? I did. And I'm actually, I'm really looking forward to the next world event so I can test it out with one of those. Oh man. Because it was, it was boggling my mind that like, I, <laughs> I'm like computer geek now. Um, but like, you know, I, I got the new graphics card and we like upgraded all of the stuff and it still wasn't a whole lot better during world bosses. So hopefully if the Wi-Fi card is better, that will help next time. So like, maybe. What 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 is like a Wi-Fi card? Like, do you just insert it and it's like a graphics card or what? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, mine, like I said, mine is weird because it's like this tiny, my old one was weird because it was like this tiny little laptop thing that was just like hiding in a corner. Um, but the, the actual real desktop one I got just went in like a graphics card, yeah. So what's the difference in FPS that you get in TSW since you've started using that? Run a comparison. I need to do that, actually. I need to get one of the add-ons back that just, like, tells me my ah. FPS. Because I took all those off when I was having issues during <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, isn't that always the thing? Like, there's so many different things that uh, could take up uh, resources to run TSW, including yeah. the add-ons. And a lot of the times what we don't realize is... Um, add-ons that we've gotten so used to having they have not been supported for quite a while they have not come up with updates um, for quite a while and they can actually sometimes have quite a negative impact on gameplay yes. um, when it comes to um, FPS so if you do have an issue um, it would be wise to remove all the add-ons and see what kind of you know play gameplay you end up having <laughs> as a result of that and then try adding them one by one and um i don't know how many <laughs> you guys are used to running usually people have at least two three that they are like i can't live without this i had a few and so, i really yeah. i really really like some of the top bar ones but i was always kind of suspicious that those were also the ones that were impacting my performance more because they they do so much yeah, could be. Uh, I have to say that with that particular one, I have not um, had any kind of impact on my FPS. Nice. My FPS has been going down the tube as of recent, but Xander keeps on telling me that that's because of my computer, because I need to clean it, <laughs> which would probably help, like probably, quote unquote. Um, so yeah, I still need to do that and then... Uh, then I'll see. But yeah, it's kind of it's it's kind of hard to play, uh, especially if you're healing. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, well, why am I not being healed? Or you know, well, you're supposed to fire off bloodline, but I can't freaking see the attack. So yeah, and 
crap happens. Should I say shit happens? I've noticed a lag. <laughs> yeah. I actually noticed the lag has got worse the last yeah, week or so. I think it's got it's well. I th I feel it's got worse for me as well. There's been some odd spikes, so I'm not quite sure what they're doing with the game at the moment. It might be something to do with the update, but it's just been worse than normal. I I'm not quite sure. Like, Wait, you think I, that they've uh, been poking around, like, in the back end, trying to, like, prepare stuff? Maybe. Well, yeah. you know, when they it's had possible. snow in Agartha, it, it did, like, lag it down a bit, but, like, I, I've been muddling on my, um, my alt character, and it hasn't been seen laggy to me, but is there a difference between, like, an older character having lag and, a, like, a brand new character not having lag? Like, um... It should be. There should be a difference because if you have like uh, three, four hundred uh, pieces of inventory all full that you constantly carry around you like I do, that does make a difference, I bet. Yeah, I didn't take that into account either, but it's still... Maybe they are tinkering. I mean, it's getting close. So you should be... Probably is the rest of the character information as well that you carry on you, like not. I see. This is something that we could probably ask uh, someone from the development team. Um, does that impact like uh, clothing items in our um, dressing room? Does that impact? Does that potentially? Could that potentially have any impact on FPS? Um, so I don't know. They'll probably say no. <laughs> well, I, there is a, a forum post about that, and some people have tested that out, that they're playing their alts a lot easier without lag than their main characters, because they're carrying less in their inventories and less clothing items. The inventory has yeah. been confirmed as an actual thing. Glock well, Jack! Hey, Jack! Hey. I'm, we're glad you're telling, alive. Yeah, there was me telling everybody you were gonna weren't gonna make it. How's I your wasn't voice? sure. My voice is better than it was, at least, but that's not the issue right now. Uh, basically, because I was violently coughing for like two weeks, like I might have fractured a rib. But I definitely pulled some muscles in my oh. right rib oh. cage area because oh. it's like super, super painful. It's yeah, sorry. that's gonna take a while to heal, and it sucks. So yeah, I'd rather really glad to see you're still alive, though. Yeah. Oh, I, I was never at risk of dying. I don't think. <laughs> well, still, <laughs> we're so glad that you're here, alive. Dedication. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, that's awesome. Um, uh, I was I was trying to say something, and then. I don't know. About so you're saying that the the dressing room has or inventory? Did you say that has been confirmed? I'm pretty sure As the inventory FPS? was. I mean, Glocken said he made some changes to how things were drawn in the inventory and stuff, but he kind of indirectly confirmed that you want to have less stuff in your inventory if you're worried yeah, about that performance. Does make sense. Well, Tilty was on a Aww. while back when everyone was talking about, hey, can we have 500 inventory? Can we have 600 inventory? Uh, Tilty has said and confirmed that every time you put something in your inventory and carry it through the universe, you're carrying more information on your character that your computer has to draw on those resources all the time. So the more, the more inventory you carry, the more it impacts your gameplay. 
which makes sense. And I'm wondering, does that maybe go to um, things like builds and clothing items? Absolutely, I would imagine. I know that in, in PvP, we disable Aegis, we take Aegis completely out because that does lag. Yeah. That does lag you in PvP. So I, I'm wondering if, if the, I just wish, I wish there was an option to delete items of clothing actually. Yeah, I know. The, uh, my dressing room is absolutely stuffed with completely useless things of every single possible color that I purchased and I'm wondering why? Why did I do that? I never wear them. I wear like five outfits all together <laughs> and I change them like maybe I add things here and there three times a year. There's just way too many of them and I just don't put them on. See so now if you had a player house you could actually put leave all of those clothes on a pile on the floor <laughs> like everyone else here does. And then just run around the world with like maybe your two or three favorite clothing items. I mean, it's it's, it's something to think about. If inventory is like that, then surely retention of players, retention you know, of players, else, right there. Well, well, surely everything <laughs> Bigger else should. Bigger FPS rates. Surely everything else you're carrying with you must have an impact as well. And I know that they've talked about it in the forums certainly. Uh, and clothing. Somebody did mention clothing. That. Um, <sighs> Somebody just said, and in, in, uh, incense just said, and uh, yeah, <laughs> Twitch might need all the clothing. <laughs> you guys know you the, don't. Yeah, insane. See, <laughs> see, I, I, yeah, I, yes, I, but I, you're I, insane. Your name says it. You're insane. <laughs> I, I, I really yeah. don't need the clothing. Um, yeah, I just need my PvP outfit and I'm a happy bunny. See, I'm different. I think I need it all, but in actuality, I do not. I could that's be a, that's a perfectly happy without it. I, I know, I know. It's like, it's there, I want it, and once I have it, it's like, yeah, okay, who cares, what's next? So, uh, <laughs> that's so why I we end up I, having 100 pairs of shoes, I'm but, sorry. Well, but the thing is, though, you wouldn't be running around with 100 pairs of shoes in your suitcase everywhere you went. Yeah. True. So, True. Uh, so, <laughs> maybe, you know, so maybe in this I game... I only carry like five, six... <laughs> Oh gosh, I don't think I've even. Well, anyway, um, I, I, have, I have a really good pair of Doc Martin boots, and that's about it. So, gets me through all sorts of things. But yeah, you you know, you just you just don't need to all. So, is that having an impact on FPS too? Well, <laughs> you know, stuck I, on the shoes. I mean, I, mean, I, mean, it's very, I love you, girl. <laughs> You're it's awesome. very important that I have Mr. Ruffles on me at all times. Like, what if I need him? Well, do you know what? Maybe if there's an option <laughs> for some of us who really don't care, <laughs> and, and and that we could just delete all the crap so that we actually get better FPS. Because quite frankly, I'd rather be able to heal without lag than than be able to have twenty million different outfits that I can change into. Because I'm usually only ever in one. So yeah, I'm maybe just a bit of a strange female. I, I might have backtracked too because I was on items. Mr. Ruffles is a mission item that you actually can delete if you finish the mission, but it's it's, you, it's, it's your you inventory Emma. when you when you do Emma's mission. Oh, the it's little, your the tiny head. The, uh, no, the little um the elemental focus called Mr. Ruffles. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I am a huge dork, and I have one of those in my inventory. <laughs> I, I really hey, should different clear it people out at some have point, different. Because I, I had actually had the thought at one point that carrying around so much stuff all the time might impact the game performance. <laughs> oh, another thing that could potentially affect not only the FPS, uh, that I'm not too probably not FPS, but say if your um, if your bank is taking a long time to open up, go check your incoming emails. If you yes. have like uh, more than 20 of them, delete them. I ended up having about 300 of them <clears throat> uh, before, I have to say, and it took ages for my bank uh, to open up and then someone told me I think it was Galactrix who told me well do you how many emails do you have and I'm like well I never delete them I just let them expire he's like ah that's that yeah so you want to keep that down to a bare bare minimum uh, you know so try to delete your emails right away if British. you possibly can British or the advanced trade post add-on can automatically delete every time you close your bank any emails you have. Pretty yeah. sure there's a setting for that. There you go. People are confirming that in Twitch as well. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the point being, the less you have on your character, the better of a frame rate you're gonna get. So, you know, equip or rather get all that extra clothing at your own. What's it called? Not expensive. Risk, risk. Yeah, risk. peril, so, peril, yeah. Peril too, peril too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there are things that you can do. Um, if you're playing on Ultra, you can, like, dumb it down onto a lower video quality and see if that impact, that has any impacts. Um, you can disable. Uh, the best thing to do is when we have any kind of event, uh, or you can even request that kind of info in um, Sanctuary or Noob Mares, and I'm pretty sure that someone will be able to whip up uh, the script for that. Um, you basically click on a link and it disables certain things that will improve your frame rate, and then you can click on another link that's going to put everything back the way it was. Be uh, forewarned, so, though, disabling some of those settings actually makes you unable to see some things in dungeons and PvP that will yeah, kill you if you send in them. Yeah, that's yeah, not exactly the, true. Like I mean, effects. Effects will also some people lower that all the way uh, all the way down, um, and then they can see the marks, for example, in dungeons. And uh, Ankh. Yeah, <laughs> I did that, and I went into Ankh, and I felt like a complete noob because I just kept on wondering what was killing me. I hadn't even got into the dungeon, and it was the electro manifestation that comes out at the very beginning. Slaughterhouse, you mean? Oh, Slaughterhouse, see? There you go. I, I, there's me in dungeons, that one as well. <laughs> um, yeah, Slaughterhouse, yeah. Ankh, it's only because so I've got... happens even to the best of us. Yeah, I just couldn't understand why I was dying, and then I realised... Noob! Oh, absolutely, totally. <laughs> Alrighty, okay, so here's the thing. 
Uh, one thing that I wanted to uh, wanted us to talk about tonight uh, to have a discussion on is um, real life expansions of uh, TSWIP. Um, this was jump started by a thread that I forgot who someone posted um, posted it on the forums uh, to spark a, a discussion on you know they were wondering what other things are there that they could possibly uh, get with something tangible uh, sure there's a Merck store that merchandise store that uh, Funcom has released fairly recently um, but while they've added a few toys um, there still seems to we're still uh, at least the majority of us are waiting for the updates for certain for certain um, items such as uh, be it posters be it um, t-shirts um, maybe even I don't know maybe even some sort of a would it be wrong to say <laughs> um, some sort of maybe competition that people can then you know uh, Funcom can then sell why not right so there's tons of tons of possibilities that people started throwing out you know what they would spend their money on so my question is um, I know that you guys would support stuff like that and that you would spend your money on certain things uh, would you be interested in uh, purchasing uh, like a tabletop uh, TSW uh, game uh, magazines we already have with the secret buzz that's out and you can actually purchase a printed copy um, but I'm talking about uh, some sort of an official guide maybe a comic strip uh, book um, like uh, concept art book uh, anything that you can that you can think of have you ever thought about that oh absolutely lore pillow <coughs> I mean <laughs> yes yes but so okay I I would certainly be interested okay. sorry go ahead I would certainly be interested, but I also look at it from somebody who maybe has not done marketing for a game, but I have done retail for over a decade. So I look at something and I'm like, well, I would totally buy that, but would enough people to make it reasonable to do? Yeah, because, I mean, that's the thing, right? What I was going to say is developing a lot of these things costs a lot. I mean, TSW is already a fairly small audience, so are they really going to get enough of an already small audience? To purchase things that aren't a video game or some sort of thing very close to a video game for like I, I just don't think it would sell enough to make it profitable but can you then almost cross not universes because you want it to be you want things to be even like comic strips you want them to be in the TSW universe right uh, do you not think that a certain offshoot like what we've had with the park certain other people might get a whiff of might buy and then might be interested in TSW as a result 
The park was still gaming. That was still a gaming audience. Comic book mm -hmm. audiences are not always a gaming audience. Book audiences are not always a gaming audience, and vice versa. Sure. The one thing I could see being okay is like a TSW novel once the game is done putting out story or whatever, or only or a novel that only goes up through where this story is in the game. Because that I know people would be interested in, but they can't do that before they actually put stuff in the game, so that's kind of delayed a while. You know, well, I was actually also thinking with anything comic books novelizations, because the lore is such an aspect of the game, how do you draw the line between you can still play this game and understand the lore without buying this other stuff, but this other stuff still works within the established lore of the game? Like, we, we've probably already, it's probably already a nightmare to just keep everything canon and everything together. So if you start branching out, like, how difficult would that be? Oh, insane. Yeah. Especially <laughs> when they only have, like, two or three people who actually write the story at this point. Well, that and with Scriv retired, you know. He's not retired. Okay, he's he's he from TSW. <laughs> he is not the only writer. He made a he made a point of that as he was leaving. Yes. I know. <laughs> not the only writer. Other people write. <laughs> we need to get those writers, and we need to get them on a show. We need them known. But yeah, it for <laughs> to have more stuff put into the merchant store. It. It would take a lot to have them to go through the marketing department to get approved just to even see that it's like, hey, is this going to be low cost production to, you know, sell at a reasonable price? Will we make money? Will we not make money? It's a whole nightmare. Can I just come in there and say, um, marketing's part of my degree. And I think that talking about diversification, you have to go right back to the very start and actually look at the marketing of the game before you start looking at diversifying so that you can get more customers in because that's what we are, a customer. So you get more customers in and then you can move on to diversifying because <laughs> diversifying to what Jag was saying to such a small audience, you might not recoup your profits or your money to, to produce these items. So it's kind of looking at it going really way back and looking at actually how do you market the game rather than just expansions yeah that's that's a good thing because I guess instead of adding to the merch store they do need to focus on selling like their game better in a marketing way how would they do that like how would you think they should do that very um, well, well I could write a thesis on this <laughs> <laughs> it, write, write it, send it to Funcom, <laughs> because they will hire you. <laughs> Seriously, this might be my dissertation. Um, no, uh, yeah, uh, that would be so good to do my dissertation in gaming and yeah, and advertising gaming because gaming in Scotland's gaming industry in Scotland, we've got quite a few gaming companies here, and uh, and they're small too. I, I don't think you can say just because Funcom. Did you just say well too? Uh, sorry? No, it's probably the accent. Small too. So small, small okay. too. And they're quite small too. What I was going to say is you can't really say that... Um, it's the accent, Antida. Um, you can't really say because the company's small that they can't market. 
Um, I just think that sometimes we go back to when we started this game four, four and a half years ago, that we know that the marketing department was a bit in conflict, shall we say, with a lot of the designers and developers, or they weren't completely in tune with what each other was doing. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm trying to be quite polite because I just facepalmed quite a lot when I read how things were going, and that's been confirmed a few times. So, so how you would market the game? Well, I think that's a far bigger question. So this this might be my dissertation. <laughs> that's good. Well, we we already talked about uh, marketing, Funcom's marketing, uh, throughout the years so many times, and it's very very rare that we give them a thumb up. <laughs> I'm not even going to say like two thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, like, with, and to be fair, it does take money in order to develop certain marketing uh, materials as well, especially for a video game. It does cost money. So let's be fair on that side. Because when they, remember when they released, um, was it issue nine with the video? Did they release that was absolutely freaking fantastic and everybody well, a was lot, like a lot Whoa. of the issue videos are great right but yeah. like they need to not just make a video put it on youtube and be done yeah you know? that's exactly the thing. Jack. yeah that's exactly the thing. and i think we have to remember as well that the gaming community in this game i think are quite a little bit older and they have the income they have the income um yep. you know so so they will invest in it because it is a, I hate using the word mature, but also this, there's been statistics, and I think we've said this before in the show, but I read last year that the average age of a gamer is now 35. So it's not this idea of you know, some 18-year-old boy is like sitting in a basement, whatever, right? Yeah, but, or a 16-year-old who has to <laughs> ask their mum and dad. Exactly. So, so we we have a lot of professional people who are playing this game now, and and, and th these people have money to spend, and you know they're grown up with the, the whole gaming industry. And I think I totally agree with what Jack's saying. It's not so much that they're producing great stuff to advertise; they're just not putting it in the right channels. I mean, when I read sites. I don't see anything about TSW, but I'm reading about smaller, maybe more niche games. And I'm thinking, where's TSW in all of this? Yeah. You know, it's not one of the big and ones. It's not one of the small ones. It just seems to be sitting somewhere. Yeah, a lot of well, the like, players are Even when asking, niche. like, um, I don't I don't remember if we were asking Tilthy or asking uh, Andy on this subject, but um, when, when asking, it's like, how can we as a, like, player, you know, do more to marketing it's just more like word of mouth instead of them uh doing and Jin timed out um so what was i gonna say Jin we lost you <laughs> she's back sorry so how much did you get out of all that <laughs> you nothing to start again <laughs> okay i'm sorry about that um I was saying, I, I don't know if I heard it from Andy or Tilty when they were on our shows, um, but when, when it comes to marketing they, uh, and, like, how we can, like, maybe interact to do it, like, word of mouth, but does that mean, like, should we go to websites like Imgur or Reddit to go market, like, make posts like that, or I have no idea. 
I mean, yeah, but so, here's the thing. It's not our job to market the game. Well, we should spread the yeah. word about it. But should they the go? the marketing team, Funcom, that they're supposed to do it. And they keep on saying they do, you know, they have their metrics and, you know, exit polls and whatnot and this and that. But it's like, but how about asking the community what drives them to play the game and then based your marketing off of their answer at least to a certain degree because then you'll get a sense of who your community really is why they are play they are playing that game but that's actually the basis of marketing is know your audience so i cannot understand yeah. <laughs> why, uh. how they're getting away and with here's not the thing. doing that Here's the thing, um, on that forum thread, uh, I've kind of taken out two comments by Frank Wisdom, uh, and I'm going to read it out to you. Uh, he is of the belief that TSW has basically ever, almost everything that you can think of uh, when it comes to expanding uh, media and IP of the secret world. So. Here's what he said. Want a spy thriller? Sure. We have corporations with nefarious intentions and factions that operate from the shadows. Want magic or technology, sci-fi fantasy? Hey, we have both and can create epics that resonate through the ages or character pieces that have contained narratives focusing on the hardships involved with being part of this secret world. Want monsters? We have plenty and can even focus on what it is to be human in a world full of them, or better yet, what truly defines monsters in regards to the human condition. Hey, you want eldritch abominations and classic psychological horror in the vein of Lovecraft? Great, our speciality. You want it all? Come play our game and be part of this amazing world. Yeah, we do have all that. <laughs> now, he continues. The problem with all of these things is that Funcom's being digging itself in a hole and has to start by climbing back up before a lot of these are even feasible at this point. If only they'd have had a dynamic marketing team to begin with, as well as department heads who didn't approve horrible projects like a Lego MMO, <clears throat> where we all agree, then we might be having a different conversation. That said, Playing the what-if game is useless, so I hope that moving forward, Funcom starts making better decisions with its current funding and projects, slowly moving up the ladder until they reach the end of their dark tunnel and see the light in order to generate interesting, innovative, and diverse ideas for brand recognition and diversification. I don't know. I mean, I think that's great, but like, kind of, I don't know, with TSW... It's already a four and a half year old game. I think there's only so much marketing you can do without some kind of actual, like, full-on expansion, like a World of Warcraft expansion, which I don't foresee any time in DSW's future. So, like, I don't know. I think it's hard to do anything for something. I don't know. I don't know. See, everybody I, I, seems to... Go ahead, Griff. Sorry. Okay. Thank you. In, in talking to Jimmy in chat, just there's a difference between marketing and diversification. Because not that putting out even an online comic 
you know, f you know, for interest and for marketing doesn't take time and resources and money, but trying to actually publish a comic book series or publish a book and market it and get that thing seen, that's not something that you just do. That takes time, that takes resources, that takes money. Um, Absolutely. Like, and it's, it's just, it's not something you just kind of do and then people come. Like, it takes a lot to actually get the interest and get people to know it exists and get people reading. Well, I think so. you've also got to find out who the audience is, 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 and that's why I go back to, I think, they should, Jim is quite right, marketing and diversification, two completely different things. But equally so, it's a game that needs to be marketed before you think about diversifying. Or else yeah. you just end up with this one audience. So, so, so one like easy way that they could market, well, easy but not necessarily cheap, is like, how many times are you on YouTube and you see a different game have a banner off to the side somewhere? Like, or like even the ads at the start of videos, like Fun Club could make an amazing 15 to 30 second ad. They probably already have something. They, you know? they do. Like, they have why, a TV why, commercial. Like, why can't they put that? I mean, obviously, money's the reason. Yeah. But, like, if they put that as, like, an ad on some YouTube videos that are not TSW YouTube videos, but, like, market it towards things that, you know, are in the same sort of realm of either interest or MMO. Yeah, I, well, I agree totally. Well, I mean, just look at this past year... And so they just got onto Twitter marketing. So I mean, maybe if we could push them onto YouTube marketing, that would help. Well, no, but see, Twitter marketing is totally different, right? Because you're not paying for anything. Yeah. You're just posting things. I mean, like that's that's the thing. Well, they have to marketing. pay for adverts, so. Well, yeah, but they don't do that on Twitter. They do have they do. paid yeah, advertisements do, on like Twitter. Facebook. Just like Facebook, you can pay in order to have uh, some sort of an ad marketed to okay, your well. desired audience. So it can be tailored. Um, but like Very said, in order to have it tailored, you need to know who your audience is, what they want from you, so that you can market your product better. And the thing is, as well, like you all keep on saying, and rightfully so, TSW is past its shelf life. It's not new anymore. It needs something huge, something big that's going to resonate with people and pique their interest yet again. But on the downside, it can't just be the same, some sort of a big expansion without disregard for things that people have been complaining about so far, right? So it has, you have to have. <laughs> A combination of all of this something new something better that's going to play better and easier on computers you know so th there has to be a whole bunch more there it has to be something substantial that people can sink their teeth in that can pique their interest that they would then be willing to not just come back to the game but new players uh, who will then turn to TSW and enjoy it and stay in it. Jimmy, you Jimmy, actually... And you go, sorry. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, just really quick, and Tito, you actually brought up a really good point there, because what if the best 
absolute best update for pulling in new players was not something satisfying for people already playing, or vice versa. Well, they already did that with, like, the Ultimate Edition and, like... No, but I, but I mean, like, actual, like, you know, like, big, big update type thing. It's not always gonna be both. What's going to pull new players in is not always what's going to make current players happy. Stay. Yeah. Stay, that, yeah. That is that is the, the key, cutter. isn't it? Retention of players. <laughs> I just yeah. say, the woodcutter crap, that, sorry for my language, but that, that caused a lot of problems. And whilst it was great to get those items in-game, it had ripple effects. So there's, Jimmy made a really good point about putting adverts into comic books because TSW yes. so suited towards that. But Absolutely. you know what? And, 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 and Jin's saying about passing on this idea, what's... If they haven't thought of that before, I, I just, I'm just, I'm at a loss as to, to, I, to, I just don't understand if they know what their avenues of advertising are then, because that is the one thing you should be sitting thinking about, is, is, is what exactly, where your core audience is, who's looking at what, and, and will it be received? I, I, this, this just is basic, so basic. But anyway, that aside, um, the the other point I was going to make was uh, just what you said about the the what players want. Again, I, I'm not seeing anybody asking any players. Maybe they are. I don't know. Well, they did mention like uh, exit polls. Like I, I'm saying exit polls, but uh... but so here's the question about exit polls. I've I've taken like a three month break where I didn't even touch the game. How long do you have to be logged out before they send you an email? That's the thing. That's something that people have been wondering. What is the percentage of the population that is inactive in the game that you have surveyed? <laughs> there is a big difference there if they surveyed someone or if it was just hearsay. You know, it could be various different ways of uh, players communicating that particular info or their dissatisfaction or reasons why they are not playing the game anymore. Yeah, you have to wonder that, uh, or you have to basically say that the, that they're not looking at, you know, Twitter, if they're not looking at Reddit, if they're not looking at the forums, that, uh, you know, they have to be looking at those. That's how they know what, what players want, is through that communication. Then so are I think they those doing are the primary the sources, really. Totally agree. Well, are they doing the research? Are they doing impacts? Again, this is I keep on saying this, every time they want to bring something new into the game, are they actually considering the impact that it has? Not on the current gaming community. What impact does it have right across? So, yeah. Right. But let's not forget one thing. and But this is by no means... Um, it does not reflect what... Uh, the community as a whole or even the majority would like um, you have players who go on the forums who frequent the forums who occasionally post on the forums or who post on the forums a lot sometimes you get those threads that uh, you know jumpstart discussions on what ifs <laughs> what could be uh, just different various suggestions that people have uh, for TSW. Now, I'm pretty sure that the development team goes through those. And we've actually been told before 
uh, on a couple of occasions that certain things have actually been implemented because of those. There's also the test slide where people post uh, feedback directly related to the gameplay. That's well, the second one. Now, oh, I, was, I was just going to say test live is really like they only use test live to like get feedback on content that's already 99% done. It doesn't matter, but they still adjust it based on the feedback. We got to give them that, right? I but mean, that's based of. on the game. Not play. all the time. Not all the time. Not all the time, but there is a medium where players can provide their feedback so people are aware of it. Sure, sometimes, you know. Sorry to put it out, well, but then, shit then can you, hit the fan. You should, well, you should check and... the, last, the last activity date for a lot of the devs on Test Live. Some of like, the major devs haven't been haven't logged into the Test Live forums for months and months and months that are still devs on TSW. So I don't, I don't really know. I feel like they only frequent it when, when they, they release something there. But people are posting feedback on there all the time. It's just getting ignored 99% of the time. Do they have the people to do it that's that's the thing like are those devs like having to work they, elsewhere they read the regular forms i i i personally would think test life forms would be more important yeah i'd agree i do i do also need to do the thing i always do that people who work for the actual company do have access to information and statistics that we do not have because they're not on yeah. public forums. They yeah. are things Which we that they have. have because they work with the company. So but I think we should why have should we have that? There's that. Because I'm a customer and I would like to know that. Oh God, no. No. I can go no, and no, 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 no. I have not I like worked to know. for companies for so long. Well, but, uh, you do not why? want the internal stuff. Nobody I, wants like the internal stuff. I'd like do to you have cable? Do you no, have well, cable? Do. Here's a question. Do you have cable? I do. Well, I no, don't. I, don't I don't have cable. No. Okay, so but you have internet, right? So does uh -huh. that mean, because you're an internet customer, uh, does that mean that you have the, the that they have to give you uh, all their statistics on who gets what, when, where? Yes. Well, no, I can see where she's coming from. Is Transparency that, um... and visibility. And that that information is good. Like, you know, we as players, like, we would like to see that because we want to see that the company is healthy and we want to see that the that the numbers are good. We want to see that the numbers jive with what we think the game is doing or what we think, you know, the health of the game is. But the thing, I, I don't mean but to cut you off. But we're not investors. I'm so, I, I'm, I don't mean to cut anybody off, but I'm just, I just want to cut this one right off at the head. The thing is, as a community uh, with all good intentions, um, you're only going to see what you want to see. Um, I can look at, let's say, let's say TSW has 5 million players. I'm going to say, holy shit, that's fucking awesome. And I swore, it's okay. That's fucking awesome. We have 5 million players. Now, very, I'm going to pick on you, very, just for a second. No, no, I don't want to pick on you. Antita. Antita looks at those numbers. <laughs> five, million, 5 million players. He can pick on me. And uh, she's going to say, oh my God, they only have 5 million players. Man, WoW has 20 million. This game fucking dead. You know, that's the thing. Um, it's the illusion. You can sit there and ponder up all kinds of different scenarios, but since you don't have concrete evidence or anything, it's all just a rumor. The moment they release statistics, people cut it off at the head. There are half of the forums were happy about the woodcutters, the other half, cray cray. 
you know. This is a business, though, Xander. This is a business. And with any but, business... Wait, well, no, wait a minute. With any business, yes. whether it's government, private, social, um, public, whatever, right? Statistics You're should be available. You're talking about gamer entitlement. Well, no, I'm talking about customer entitlement. I'm a customer. And I'm talking about... I'm sorry, that sounded really obnoxious. I didn't mean to be obnoxious, Barry. Um, <laughs> um, the, the point I was trying to make is if you have never run a game company, you can't look at those numbers and know what they mean the same way as somebody who has run a game company. I'm the sorry, same, that, the that, same that, way if wow, you haven't no, I'm worked so, no. at whatever store I've worked oh. at, you don't know what the information means the same way as somebody who has has been trained, has been to school, has been working in that industry. Wow. Um, no, it's, no, I'm it's sorry. Not the same. I, think, I think that is really quite... I, I, think I disagree that, that's with that. Totally. Okay. <laughs> no, sorry, with respect. I'm sorry, but I think you're really... Um, I, I, I can appreciate where you're coming from, having worked in a very statistical environment for the last so many years. <laughs> I haven't always been at university. I have worked. No, so, I, I, I know you haven't. I didn't no, mean it that no, way. I'm no, sorry. no, no, and I know, I know, and I've worked with statistics. I just think visibility and transparency should be available as a customer i should be able to see that i would be interested to know how many european customers there are i'd be interested to know how many american customers there are given that it's based in america yet i predominantly see so many european players so i'd like to know that information i'd like to know how many grandmasters there are how many people have come and gone in the game you can get some of these statistics through steam but, yeah. you know, that's only through Steam not customers. Yeah. Not everybody's, so it's, it's quite skewed then. So I've had people hit me with Steam statistics about Funcom and about Secret World. And it doesn't always necessarily mean that that's actually what's happening. So But also look like. at it from this side too. Uh, I've interviewed lots of developers over, you know, my couple of years. And... One thing that they always say is you pretty well, and I'm going to say TSW has never said this, but other developers that we have done for other games have said this. You got what you paid for. When you paid for the game, you got the game. There's the game. You know, we do, we do maintenance here and there. New issue comes out. Okay, you paid for the new issue. You know, the game goes forward. You keep paying. The moment you stop paying, even though the service is still free, you're no longer a customer. You're just there. What they're looking for, and I'm not saying this is the case in TSW. Uh, this is the case with every other game that I've ever played. Um, it, they're happy to have you. They're happy to have you to bait the investment into the game. They're happy to have you to pay for a costume here and there. But if you're not paying and you're playing, you're a burden. They want the turnaround. They don't care if you come, drop $100, play the game for three months, and then go off somewhere, play another game. They want you to come back. If you go away for a little while, and then you come back, oh crap, there's three costumes I haven't bought, and there's another expansion. Boom, you buy those up in a heartbeat. It's all about the turnaround. And I'm not saying this is the case at all in TSW. TSW has always been great that way. You know, TSW has not been one of those companies that smacks you in the face of the wallet every now and then. 
I play games that smack me in the face every day with a wallet. Video. Yeah. So, but that's that's all I was trying to say there. So I want I want to go back to a point that I made a long time ago, which is that TSW is mostly like adults with jobs. It's not like a lot of. I would say it's more professionals than it is students who play TSW, right? So. I don't know. I mean, I understand why they went buy to play way back when, but I feel like the buy to play model in general across a lot of games now is really not working out how people wanted it to. I mean, personally, I think that TSW would be much better off with a subscription based model again that was required. But, I mean, I know that'll never happen at this point, and I know people would go bonkers if they changed back to that. But I honestly think that required subscriptions are the way to go uh, in the current MMO market. Could, with could I, with, could with I just, plenty of chance to start the game for free, I guess. But then, I, I, could I just just come in there, Xander? Go for it. Um, what you were saying, you, you're absolutely right. But that's more to do with customer retention. It's not to do with statistics. I would just like to see statistics because that's kind of what makes me go. Is statistics. Um, I'm not going to use quite graphic words here, but statistics, I would like to see numbers. And that's just the type of person I am. What you're talking about, totally agree, but it's customer retention. It's like what keeps somebody coming back as a customer. Now, whether I buy the product and I play it for free, or I play it for free, then I'm still expecting a certain amount of service. And you're right, people who aren't paying are a burden, but they're still buying into a product so is this this is quite an interesting thing is should should gaming companies now be treating themselves more as businesses rather than just games they do they do treat themselves as business here's a case in point i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you a case in point eight months ago or a year ago i don't mean to cut you off but i did start this line of thought first uh about eight months ago to a year ago remember that big humongous buffle on the forums when let's say 30 40 50 people came forward and say hey i just got this letter in my email that i can buy this gm account for this price and then everyone went to the same this link that was given to them and it turned out that their marketing department was targeting specific areas and people with certain criteria they are business they're go they i know they are going after people that have the wallets too no but they went because i was one of those yeah very high and I was, but for and some I, reason you didn't fit the i didn't get it no selected. i didn't uh, we exactly. know why though because she was yeah. an active subscription she was paying 15 dollars a month which is continued income they didn't want people who are paying 15 dollars a month to spend 200 and never spend again and what did that make me do it made me cancel my subscription yeah and they the next the time it happens, they'll probably target you. Hi, uh, we've noticed that you haven't been paying us for a while. I'm a GM. Here, <laughs> but I'm a GM. Well, I'm we're going to give you the Uber <laughs> Deluxe GM account where we can no, flush your toilets absolutely free. You, no, and they're we'll never going to contact down me. To the, the New York laundry bar for you. No, because I sent so many letters off to their customer service and their marketing department. You have no but idea when that happens. Don't you guys still service? have that hang on, big hang on. logo on your guys' name that says show who's a GM, who's a subscriber? 
fiber and who's a buy to play yeah, person. Yeah, we do. And people Why put do you up think a that's stink there? about that. People put up a stink about that. Yeah, people don't they, like they don't that. want their financial choices to be visible. And it's like, seriously, there is, I don't know. Uh, to a certain extent, I understand it. I disagree with that line of reasoning, but that's a completely different point. Another point that I wanted to say that I wanted to bring up is the customer service because customer service gets feedback and whiff of a lot of things in game. What happens when a lot of people get ticked off by something and they just write to the company, they submit a petition with their thoughts, right? If there is a problem, they will petition it. So customer service also gets feedback that is then, you know, given to appropriate higher ups. They do do their, I don't know, statistics. <laughs> you could like to call them that. At the end of the day, uh, gay, sorry. At the end of the day, the companies divided up and let's say, let's say three factions. You have your Illuminati, who, you know, Sex Trucks and Rockefeller, they're marketing, <laughs> they're the corporation. They're the corporate machine that makes the money, you know. Then you have the the Templars, you know, those those guys are strictly by the books. They're the guys, they're the GMs, they're the guys that do support. Uh, they're the guys to find uh, your lost AK-47 We're that you deleted. Pillars. And then you have your dragons that are always on, you know, all kinds of weird Causing stuff. Chaos and mischief. And then they develop the they actually develop the game. You know, even though these three factions do talk together inside the the Funcom Corporation, you know, the hand doesn't know what the foot's doing. You know, Tilty and his crew, you know what their their job is to make the best damn game that they can they can make. They don't care about the business. They know it's there. That's what that's what gives them food and puts the food and, and pays the bills, but they they care about one part of the pie. You know, it's the Illuminati's you know, they care about the stock market, uh, how many times Vary opened up her wallet, uh, how many times Jag, you know, uh, flamed people on the forums because, you know, someone kept, you know, changing the statistics on, you know, a, a bad PvP move or something. You know, they're the, they're the, you know, different factions. I'm just making random comments. I know, so yeah, I, I know, you're, yeah, the PvPers here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was working, I was banking on that, but you know, that's the thing is there's three, there's, there's different departments that do different things that interact, but they don't all, they don't all share the same deadline. You know, Tilty and his crew make the best damn game they have. They don't care about the, the CEOs. The CEOs don't care about, they don't care uh, how many people can go in and uh, solo Ugdraug. They just care about how many people that come in and open their wallets. You know, yeah, we all know that. And but at the end of the day, we as the players are actually thinking with our wallets because, as Jimmy points out, <laughs> you know, you a lot of us, even though you know you would consider consider yourself mature, situated, professionals, or wh whatever, whatever you want to call it, as, as long as you're working, a lot of the times you can be living month to month and you're paying bills so you really have to think and budget can i actually spend some money this <laughs> this month in tsw yeah. but then the, the other question is do i have money to spend 
do I yes. have, I do have the money, but what do I spend it on? And we should remember during all of this that the people working on the game also need to make a living. The I company, just said that, yeah. 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 Yeah, but and doesn't everybody? So they're not joined up departments, <laughs> is that what you're saying? So maybe that's I'm saying a, maybe, every, maybe, every business tries to make money. No, uh, no, every no, employee uh, would like to be paid. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, ditto, exactly. I'd love to be paid, but I'm not. But at the end of the day, what, what I think Xander was saying is that um, the business is not joined up. The departments are not joined up. They're not working together. So is that maybe a problem? Well, no, no, no. Okay, 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 okay. I'm, I'm, no, no. I, I don't. I have no idea how Funcom <laughs> is. It, it divides up their assets and resources. What I'm trying to say is, Tilty, probably. And I'm, okay, I don't even want to say Tilty now because I don't want because you know someone's going to take this literal and go oh, to God. Twitter <laughs> yeah. and say Xander said Tilty no, did this. No, I know. No, I know what you're saying. No, I know what you're saying. Everybody's no. doing the best they can because they're, they're dedicated to the game, and that's one thing I would say about game designers and developers is that they're so. Um, dedicated towards making the best thing they can possibly do. I just don't think that they're always fully supported by everybody else around them. The higher ups. Let's yes. call them the higher ups. Yes. The it's management. Like... As Andrew pointed out, they, at the end of the day, they're running a business. So they want to see the bottom line. Is it going to make the money or not? Because if it's not going to make the money, it doesn't matter do you think that Lego the community no wants more. it. But if it's not making Lego the didn't money, make the cut, right? Lego didn't make the cut, and they should have done that. That was one of the very bad decisions where they should have cut it loose way. Well, way, they should have, but you know what? There's not tens of thousands of people out there that are Lego nostalgic. And then there's even thousands more kids out there that still play with Lego. Lego could have been the cat's ass. The Lego could have been what killed WoW. And I love saying that, killed WoW, because WoW's never going to die. And when it <laughs> does, we'll all be laughing anyway. Uh, but Lego could have been something. Funcom made it made a choice. Hey, let's go with this. Lego is a tried and true uh, IP. Let's go for it. And what do they do? They do a platform. What the fuck? Right? <laughs> what I the just... fuck? Can I build the skyscraper of this? <laughs> but equally, so Xander, you you've made a really good point there as well about um, people, kids, and Lego. What parent in their right mind really wants their kids sitting in front of a PC, given all of the 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 stuff we're hearing about kids sitting in front of PCs too many times, or too much, or too long? Would you want? to play with Lego on a PC as opposed to actually having your child maybe play with Lego interacting with you in real life. Yeah. I, and I, that, I, I, I totally, I, I just, Lego, I just couldn't believe it when I saw that. And they put so much money into it and, well, we know what happened. Yeah. It's gone, it's dead, it's died. But the corporates, the corporates, the upper ops, you know, there was a whole other community that loved their Lego game just as much as we love TSW. There's a whole community over there saying, who the fuck are these TSW guys? Why are they, why are you cutting our game and not their game? You know, there's always other sides of the coin. Now, corporate, the corporate guy, the guy in the suit said, guess what? This game is not making us no money. TSW is our flagship. We're dumping money in there. We're dumping Lego. 
boom, end of story. That's what his job is. His job is to make the hard calls, to do the cuts, to do the finances. You know, the devs' job, Tilty's job, their job is to give us the best damn game they can, operating within within a budget. That's all I was trying to say earlier. And you're right. Yeah. They, they have to, they they have to satisfy they have both meetings. criteria. And that's the hardest because they have to create stuff that community will absolutely love and be thrilled about enough to spend their money on. So that way, the uh, hours that the entire development team put into creating this content, whatever that may be, is actually... Uh, by benefiting them financially as a company, which will then satisfy the management team and the higher ups and be like, yeah, cool, keep doing a good job, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, we could, we could discuss this. There are so many different ways to look at it. One thing we all have agreed on so many different times that uh, marketing department could do things slightly differently. What mark? How exactly? Fun comes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, burn! <laughs> yeah. I think we should be in the marketing department. No, we can't. That'd be great. We can't agree. We can't oh, agree. But <laughs> no, that's, but that's the good thing. No, We're diverse. If we, had access, if we had access to data, then we could make some informed decisions. Now, the question is, as we've pointed out, how much actual data do they have? And is that data correct? Um, you know, so that that's a completely different ballgame. But like I said, you can look at it from many different perspectives and people with different backgrounds, uh, some educational, some professional, some a mixture of both will sometimes, based on their experiences, uh, pull to one side, then the others will pull to the other side. And I tend to think that the best way sometimes, most of the times, is to go straight down the middle, you know. But it, it remains to be seen. I mean, we're talking about this big, huge update to TSW. Now, let's see how they're actually going to approach this and how they will um, actually bring it out. That's another thing that I wanted to talk about. Because I have a question after. Well, like, oh, okay, go well, on, Sammy. Here, what? I'm confused. Before you, before you change the subject, I have a question. So go ahead until you change the subject. Okay. So one thing that we've all noticed is that uh, the development team is very guarded in what information they release about the upcoming content, be it lore, be it gameplay related, anything with regard to the game, unless they're absolutely sure that it's coming out, they won't discuss it. That usually takes place, what? Maybe a month in advance, if we're lucky. <laughs> So my question is, do you think that uh, the lack of these clues, spoilers, information about upcoming stuff um, in the game is actually hurting the game more or not? I don't know. I mean, what I, what I would say is that I, I don't think they, they don't know what they're doing. 
I, I'm pretty sure 99% they know what they're working on and what is coming out. In well, we all know that. We all know two that. Two or three months. So, this so is, no, but what I'm, what I'm saying not is... Not everyone thinks they do. <laughs> no, but, yeah, but what I'm saying is that, like, they could use whatever's coming out in three months and actually market it for two or three months while it's still in development. Like, it doesn't need to be 110% finished before they, they start tease. marketing. Exactly. They could tease something that's yeah. 100% confirmed. But the thing is, the reason why they stop giving any teases is because they're still a small crew. They have 100% of content that they have to make. One, but one word. One word is the reason. I, I, I bet you, I would bet... Because they'd be chastised. Tokyo. Freaking Tokyo. They got burned onto Tokyo and yeah. people have not forgotten and people have not forgiven yeah. <laughs> a lot of yeah. because That's it took true. such a long time. They knew about Tokyo at the launch and it took how long? Three years for Tokyo to come out? Two. two yeah. Okay, two, two and a half. But from the moment that they started it took like a year <laughs> for it to be released. So, sure, it's all nice and fine to be cautious in my view. But that's that's what I wanted to get your um, your thoughts on. Do you think that how do you think they should market this potential? Well, maybe not even how do you think they should market, but do you think that they should start dropping clues as soon as possible, like give uh, little tidbits of information, teasers, like Tilty has has been doing quite a lot of this, but even he doesn't have, he can only ask for permission in order to release some sort of info. And if uh, the game's producer or someone uh, higher than him says, no, I don't want that information going out, what do you think would be better? Do you think it would get people more excited that, um, you know, news about this would spread throughout the gaming community because various different um, media, gaming media outlets online would pick it up and report on it? Would it get people's in, uh, interest? Would it pique it? Well, it, it does. It, like, they do need to get people's attention before it even drops because people don't even know there's an update. Like going on through the, the Christmas event, like I, I had reports from uh, several people I was playing with being like, I didn't even know they were doing a big update, you know, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, they do need to at least section it off um, as as much as they can to, to tell people that it's coming out, that they're getting ready. I would like, for, for me, I would always like to hear some teases, hear, hear some Well, like teases. they did with the museum. Um, but, uh, putting myself in their shoes, if I was working there, I could understand them being very careful. Because, yeah. not trying to be a jerk, but our, our community is not very good when we no <laughs> not it's just not our community not just our community people in general are not great when you're like yeah we have this thing and then like a little later you're like well maybe we don't have this thing and maybe it's coming out now and maybe it's coming out later wasn't it um, the modern prometheus that's supposed to be the tattoo parlor 
Yeah, oh, but yeah. he got taken off uh, yeah. before. Remember, remember that. Back, remember when that guy, he was GM at the time, he was like, yeah, and we wanted to bring out this. And then they had to take it off because he just he wanted to bring a tattoo parlor into the game. Just like he wanted to make it that if you killed a thousand werewolves, that maybe you could press a button if you gain a certain skill and you'd, you know, take werewolf mechanics, you know, for a short time. And the stuff like this, when they when they talk open and free, hi, hey, I would I would really like to put a locker room in for you guys. And then six months down the road, the community chastise them. Hey, remember that locker room that you wanted? Hey, where's my werewolf? Where's my tattoos yeah. that glow in the dark? This is why they don't communicate because they don't have anything solid. They have 100% of a plan and they have a little bit of time to do it. So if I have to put a, a complete issue in the game that has 10,000 uh, NPCs that have to be placed, and I'm not talking, you know, like, you know, three or four actual mission characters. I mean, mobs. They have to place the mobs all over. They, they got to put uh, some cars, some traps, um, a couple missions. You got a writer over here. All these different stop, uh, parts in the process have to come together to make this 100% project. But at launch day, only 79% is going to be completed. What do we drop so we can at least get the most of the content in? And it's going to turn out to be that tattoo parlor over in the corner that never came into the game because we lost this guy to another game. And then it doesn't matter that we just gave you uh, 300 new missions, 17 new costumes, a billion new PCs and hours to play with your friends. No one's going to remember that. They're going to remember that one stupid tattoo shop that yeah. you're going to buy a tattoo and you're never going to see it because someone put out a really cool costume and you're going to wear that costume for three days until the next one comes out and that tattoo is on your butt. Yeah. Good points. Good points. And uh, Jimmy also brings a good point in Twitch chat. Uh, Funcom as a company has actually been the most open I've ever seen. Never seen another developer open up about things like outfit creation times and cost versus item store sales, which we've heard about, right? Yeah, so, like um, where Tilty said, uh, was it Tilty or it was, it was somebody else on, on the show that said uh, that... A sh like modeling a shirt or outfit like that costs eight thousand dollars to do. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. Again, is this uh, is this anything new though? Did we not already know that that uh, the, the cost of development uh, is expensive? Yeah, Jimmy is saying that most players. Jimmy is saying that most companies are not that specific about but it. They're they not that be? specific yeah. about. You know, we are making. We're making decisions based on this specific information about this thing versus this thing and the cost and time involved. But I would expect any business to do that. That's implicit. I mean, that's just a given. That's what you would do. You wouldn't, you wouldn't make something on what the cost is versus the, the well, the creation versus cost. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I look at this differently. Maybe I do, but from what everybody's saying. But um, maybe I'm a bit too statistically or maybe analyze things maybe too much. But that's not new to me. Okay, Why? so Ocho, you've been Ocho, you've been quiet all this time. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? Well, I mean, I, I definitely see where everybody is coming from, and I think that uh, they should. Um, okay, I'm gonna say this. I lean on the fact of 
Um, I want them to be more communicative. Being communicative is one of the strongest things for an MMO. And overall, uh, having that communication shows the health of the MMO as well. So when MMOs start to silence up, when they start to clam up a bit, that's when people start getting worried. They start losing confidence in the game. They start losing um, faith in the game, basically. And so uh, having that communication... Speculation is a good thing. starts. Yeah. Rumors and go around. All, yeah. And yeah, you don't want them going too rampant or too long. But then again, they can't... Like I said, they, they are beholden to their investors. They're beholden to the people that are basically financing everything. They can't just come out and say everything. If they just come yeah. out and say everything um, and be that transparent, that is positive and it's negative. Because people can do whatever they want with those stats. They can turn around and say, as Xander said, so like, oh, you've got like, you know, 5 million players. It's like, yeah, it's all well and good, but uh, this one over here is so much bigger. Like, but you're talking, you I'll give you a perfect example. No, you're talking I'll give you a perfect example there. about our, our podcast. Remember uh, last week we talked about the feedback of exactly 22 people on Twitter they responded how they rated um, 2016 in TSW, and it was like 5.1 something. Uh, one of the accounts on Twitter uh, quoted us on that, like, uh, breaking news. <laughs> I, I had to chuckle. Breaking news, you know, uh, TSW community rated TSW um, this much. Seriously? Did we not say this is just a small tiny 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 piece of our community yeah it, it should not be taken <laughs> as scientific data but someone extrapolated that information and taken out of context exactly took it out of context uh, out of context so when someone who doesn't know the game you know sees that it's like uh really wow you know so the game must not be doing well and in actuality, it has nothing to do with that. So, yeah, taking Post things truth. out of context and extrapolating from any sort of data given out, you know, you could do a whole bunch. Of, there's so many different misinformations about things out there. <laughs> Not so, everything on internet is true. But at the same time, Post we don't want truth. it to be entirely silent either. I mean, true. Dropping dropping data here and there, you know, tells us that they want to communicate with us, that they want to tell us all this stuff. Well, they've even said that. What would you do? What would you do? Okay, I, this is that question that I told Antita not to bother with my question because she'd gone way past the question, and now we actually came right back to the question again, which is kind of funny. So uh, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you remember when you found out that Santa Claus wasn't real? And I swear, if someone flames me on Twitter saying, oh my god, you just told me Santa <laughs> You know, fuck off. <laughs> it's gonna so happen too. It's gonna be someone to do it too. Seriously, if you're if you're listening to this podcast, an adult podcast, okay, where people swear all the time, and you on Twitter and you flame me, okay, whatever. Santa, I, are you gonna block me for this? Because I'm totally. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you do? This is a serious, legit question. What did you do? What happened to you when you found out Santa Claus wasn't real? And it makes it's gonna make. I wish I could sense. remember that moment, but <laughs> but I, I sadly I don't. I was butthurt. I cried. I was butthurt. 
you know, I kept asking for like, <laughs> like a, a special toy and it never, ever came. And I was devastated. I don't know. Was anyone else here devastated? I actually I can't don't remember. think I ever, I ever believed in Santa Claus. Okay. Sorry. I, <laughs> but this is more, the same. Go ahead. I, I had more issues with the Easter Bunny because when I was very little, I had a very specific dream that the Easter Bunny brought me a bike that I knew my parents couldn't afford. I, it was actually really weird. Like, I dreamed that this Easter Bunny in a Japanese kimono brought me this bike and then I actually got the bike. So I believed yeah. in the Easter Bunny for a lot longer than Santa. So, so here you go. And the thing is, okay, most often or not, you find out Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny or whatnot is not real. And then you find out it's your other, your parents, guardians, whatever. And then you find out the reason why they couldn't give you stuff. You know, as a child, you're more often to be upset or dismayed, which is exactly what's going to happen when you find out the statistics on any game. Wow, the biggest game arguably MMO in the world, you know, puts those statistics all the time. You know what? Six years ago, there were 25, 30 million subscribers. I say they now did. They're, I think they're they like stopped 10. doing that. Because they're down to 10. That. Exactly. You're going to find out how many people are in this game, and then you're going to find out, oh, wow, um, what? Or it could be, oh, wow, oh, my God, there's so many. It, you're going to take away from it as the way you see it, not because it's in black and white, because you're personally attached to that data, this game, your pocketbook, everything, and it's going to affect you more than likely in a negative way. That's why these statistics will never be released, and they would be a very bad company if they did that, because they probably lose people. That's why. I, that's why I asked the Santa Claus question. Xander, you're in trouble. You are in freaking so much trouble, Mamaless. Has a message for you. It's okay, uh, Mamaless. I'm gonna send you a bacon flavor condom. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Surely that will make up for the fact that he just ruined the Santa thing. Yeah. <gasps> Oh, Xander, Xander how could you? Xander Claus, yeah. <laughs> how could you? Oh, in um in our group chat, um I don't know if I pronounce her name Consonus. She says um Terry Pratchett in most parts said that it's important to believe in the small lies early on like Santa Claus in order to believe the bigger ones like justice or moral goodness. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> justice and beaver. <laughs> Beaver or Beaver? Justin Beaver. <laughs> yeah, one or the other, huh? Oh, when did that become? Xander, you oh. should check your Twitter. Yeah, don't worry. I don't log on Twitter anymore. <laughs> so I don't really care. <laughs> Alrighty, so any more thoughts on this? Like, so do you think uh, that more info about what is coming, at least? The things that they know they're going to be releasing is better released sooner rather than later in order to tease about what's coming. I just want to see what's coming. I, that's really what it comes down to. I, I just want to see what they have. I just want to see what is coming down the pike. I want to be excited. I want to be excited for the game. And... I mean, and we, sh we should be. It's coming 
soon, TM. Soon. Because, okay, first, Conan Exiles has to drop. And then after Conan Exile drops, we know that the the new thing will drop. It's just, you know, we got to wait a little bit yeah. longer. We can see why they're holding it back, but... I mean, as maybe fans, why is they're not just, marketing? Just don't want to. Yeah, we, maybe. Maybe why? Can that also be? Can that also be? Um, what's the word? Two-headed spear, or it, something it like could that. Be, uh, where, where, by if they do not, uh, people are left to speculate, and the longer it is, a lot of people get their hopes up because it's like, well, if it's taken such a long time, maybe it's this, you know. And then something completely different drops, and then everybody or a lot of them go, "Hmm, that's a complete anticlimax." Yeah. <laughs> so that could also have a potential to backfire, right? They're managing people's expectations oh, yeah. in the story. <laughs> I, I, I personally it's, don't. Yeah. I personally don't really care what's coming. I really, really don't care what's coming. It'll be nice to see it when it happens, but when it happens, great, I'll play it. But honestly, it's really, I'm not sitting waiting for it. <laughs> right. Uh, Jimmy and <laughs> are saying in, twi uh, in Twitch chat, it will be TSW awesomeness that's going to be coming out. Um, and uh, connected to that awesomeness, we actually... Um, might have first bits of info about what might possibly be coming out with this update uh, during the next streaming ones. Um, now, they're not actually going to be doing uh, the streaming ones uh, throughout the rest of January. Um, they posted on the forums that the next um, streaming ones has been postponed to early February um, with the comment something's approaching mm -hmm. dun, dun, dun. maybe some clues on the big update they don't have to be this is us speculating right again just to make it clear but it could potentially mean that they may talk about something that's coming up hopefully because people want to know Alrighty, yeah. so this past Sunday, I don't know, Jag, if uh, or very, maybe one of you two have participated, or some of you guys out there have participated this past Sunday in Shambhala Fantastic Fun Farm. Um, and uh, what it was, it was an event, a PvP, I should say, oriented event uh, that was happening in Shambhala. And it had a lot of absolutely fantastic prizes, uh, including packs, MK3 kit 3.0, Aegis uh, kits uh, that cost quite a fair amount. Um, and we're talking millions of packs. <laughs> well, I, I spoke to Minder tonight, who, who, who's a friend, and he organized it. And yes. um, 30 million packs in prize money oh man and uh, I I have heard so much positive feedback I said to him tonight I would give him a shout out in the show because um, there was three or four or five I think um, administrators of the event that helped him um, during the day to take screenshots now you can imagine Shambhala was running uh, I believe 
um, constantly on Sunday, constantly. And he's still in the middle of sorting out the screenshots. He stayed yep. up 24 hours so that an admin would be online all day, that he would be available all day. Um, he put a great deal of effort in, and he's sitting going through screenshots by hand at the moment. So, um, yeah, it, it, for, by all uh, accounts, it was a very well-attended event and um, it, it, a lot of popularity. That's amazing. Absolutely. And the thing is, this just goes to show that, and this is something that has not been organized in any way, shape or form, but anyone other than the community. One single player has an idea, reaches out to a few friends, to a few uh, people who don't mind helping out, an event such as this is born, and a whole bunch of other people have so much fun. This is why I absolutely love our community. So well done to Minder and absolutely every single person who has helped um, with this very, very successful event. And hopefully uh, we'll have more of them in the future. Well, I did, I did say to him, is there going to be another one? And he said not anytime soon. Yeah, it's a lot of work. A, a lot of work. Yeah, a lot of work. And there, if you consider the average Ambala game is, what, three minutes? And it was actually yeah. popping all the time. Oh, Can you wow. imagine the amount of screens all day? And he's up for 24 hours. Um, now, nonetheless, a... uh, go ahead. I was just going to say it was just it was just crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, when I saw that he was doing the event, I thought, well, that's fabulous. Um, but I just thought, as Mama Les was saying, I think you were going to see Antida about the Seven Days of Stonehenge. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I remember that. You that, participated in that oh, one as one of the organizers. Gosh. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 that was, yeah, that was quite an event. Um, so uh, I can only imagine what Minder's got to deal with regards screenshots. Um, so really fabulous event, and uh, he is looking for people to organize another one. Um, I don't think it'll be any time soon for myself. Um, and I think he may take a couple of months off if he's going to do another one. But the results, he said, I think we're going to be out tomorrow, Friday the 13th. Yes, correct. Friday the 13th of January. <laughs> I don't want to just leave it on Friday the 13th. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> right. So congrats to everyone involved and uh, we'll see who the winners are tomorrow and keep your eyes peeled to the forums. It will probably be, not probably, but it will uh, be posted over there. Uh, we'll, of course, follow up on it and uh, retweet it as well uh, on our Twitter and uh share it on our Facebook so that you guys can see it uh, via those social media as well. Uh, now, Jin, you did have Krampus Carols, yes. Revenge of the Carol happening in December throughout the whole month. That has now concluded, correct? Yes, and the winners were in on December 31st. And uh, it was amazing. We had uh, we had more people enter than uh, last year, which I was actually really surprised about. Um, 
and they were fantastic writings like because you know how it's uh the krampus carols um for people who don't know is we wanted you to submit an original tsw themed uh carol and a carol is basically three to five stanzas long it's basically like your own made up like tsw song and um uh i think we had like 11 people in her and uh, the winners, uh, the grand prize winner was Winagi. Uh, the second place winner was you cut out. Again. Was who? Second place. Who was Se- it? Oh God! The second place. Oh, was. I'm so I'm so sorry. I don't know what the hell's up with my internet. I apologize. Um, the second place was Insane Angel, and the third place uh, was God. I forgot her name. Uh, Sonike. Sonike. Uh, forgot her name. I, I know her Twitter, but I forgot her <laughs> name came. Um, uh, but the good thing uh, about this is that when the dev stream, the streaming ones do uh, return, they will read Winagi's post um, probably at the end of the stream like they did last year uh, for... Um, uh, God, trying to remember names here. Oh, uh, for Emerilis, <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, it, internet's cutting out, and I don't know why. Um, but it's that's that's also another uh, great thing. Like even even if you know marketing kind of does suck, um, at least you know Tilty Team is amazing in doing basically community stuff. Because if it's not if it's not like my contest, it's Beyond the Veil contest. It's um, like a lot of like role play contests too. It, I don't know. I love our team. Let's 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 be clear here. <laughs> Just because we sometimes turn on the faucet and start debating certain things, or may even appear to be very very extremely critical, the point of being negative about certain aspects of the company, we love the game we love the development team and we support the company uh if we didn't we wouldn't be here (laughs) yeah Yeah. be here debating like uh yeah i would not be up to two o'clock in the morning yeah very loves you funcom very loves you i just want to be their marketing head that's what i want you should okay make your dissertation can you imagine submit it being the head of marketing she would be Fearsome. Oh. <laughs> She'd be like the Iron Lady of Funcom. Man, I want to see, see that. Seriously. Marketing <laughs> really? is And she'd still have bug health bars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Xander, damn you. We need to do a whole show without talking about that. I saw. Well, don't. Got, mm. <laughs> She's like, nope. Gotta shut my mouth over here. Nope, nope. Or I shall not. That's okay, Very. We got you back. <laughs> uh, I w- <laughs> and I would not keep constantly closing on Wednesday nights and then opening on Thursdays so I can be on the show if I take yeah. up the game. <laughs> and trying to do the show exactly. on three hours sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yes. So the thing is, we all love this uh, game. We all love our community. This is one of the reasons why we are doing this. We want to keep the community up to date. And mind you, there is a whole bunch of uh, players, TSW players, 
um, who are not playing the game anymore, yet they constantly download our podcast and listen to us week after week. So they are keeping in touch with what's going on and they do when they hear that there's something new something new drops they will log back into the game so you know pat ourselves on the back there oh yeah <laughs> group pat on the back <laughs> well done <laughs> bringing news to the masses yes the tsw hungry masses we, we need our own like little like advertisement <laughs> <Apparently>. <laughs> Alrighty, okay, so we've had a whole bunch of discussion uh, for it tonight. Uh, thank you to absolutely every single one of you for voicing your thoughts. Uh, there is no right or wrong answer. Uh, in the end, everything, our thoughts are, you know, our thoughts. Uh, and when a lot of people with different kinds of opinions come together, uh, you can only have something better that comes out of it because you may come to see something from a different angle that you have not considered. And as a result, you might make a better decision. Um, so never fear someone disagreeing with you. <laughs> All right. So that's it for tonight. Thank you so much to everyone joining us live on Twitch. And thank you to every single one of you who is going to be downloading our podcast in a few days time. It will be released as usual on the holosuitemedia.com, on iTunes and on Stitcher Satellite Radio. So until next week, same time, same place, twitch.tv forward slash holosuitemedia. Um, I did say 7 p.m. EST on Thursday. Hope you'll have a great week of gaming in front of you. And uh, see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a good night, everybody. sweetmedia.com and iTunes for our remastered shows and more. You can follow us on Twitter at BeyondTSW. If you have any questions or comments, please send us an email to BeyondTSW at gmail.com and join us next week at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Beyond the Veil, a place where hilarity always ensues. <laughs> <laughs>